Hello and welcome to Please Say Psych, a mental health podcast that used to be hosted by three friends but is currently being maintained by one of them because the other two are fighting for their lives in med school. In this podcast, we talk about issues related to mental health that our culture is too shy to discuss, as well as things I've learned in therapy with yours truly, Justine Daniel. Hello and welcome back to Please Say Psych with me, Justine Daniel. Today's podcast episode is pretty interesting because I feel like this is something I talk about a lot if you follow me on my other socials, which I think you do because the only reason you'd ever find this podcast is through my socials or through Shaina and Alex, and that kind of means you probably know who I am. But for those of you who randomly came across this podcast, allow me to introduce myself. So, like every other Filipino out there, I was raised Catholic. I grew up in a Catholic household. I studied in Catholic institutions my whole life. I was raised by Dominicans, actually, from elementary to university. And religion was such a huge part of my life. And now that I am a non-believer, I still think that religion is a part of my life. Because, I mean... Hello, look, I was I was raised to believe in Jesus, to pray the rosary, and this went on for like over a decade until I realized that oh maybe these teachings, these practices aren't for me. And despite deciding not to go to church anymore, not to believe in God anymore, there's a huge part of me that is forever changed sounds so cheesy that is forever changed by my participation in my formative years and that's something i'd like to talk about today mainly because of the joy spring incident last week last last week i don't know the internet moves in mysterious ways in very fast-paced ways but for context uh joy spring uh she was a guest in a podcast will with Will Dasovich. Did I pronounce his name right? But yeah, they. I think the episode was them talking about their relationship. I didn't. I wanted to listen to the whole thing because when I want to criticize something, I want to make sure that I know the whole story. But as I checked their episode, it was like forty-five minutes, and I. Yeah, I have 45 minutes to spare being a hater, but I didn't think it was worth it because these influencers are not in my range of interest and I didn't think that their podcast would be any more helpful because that was just like an excerpt of the whole thing. And I I don't think that their podcast talked about religion entirely. I I feel like it was brought up uh, in conversation but allow me to read the transcript of said podcast episode this went viral so i'm pretty sure you probably know this so will asks do you believe a non-believer can go to heaven and joy spring says a non-believer as in someone who doesn't believe in jesus and will was like yeah and she says without hesitation no and as an atheist i didn't really mind because like you know i don't believe in heaven so 
I don't have anything to lose if I don't go there. If have yeah, like even if I were to say that heaven were true, I wouldn't want to be there because like the Catholic definition of heaven is not very appealing to me. I like I like living my life a little spicy and heaven heaven feels bland. But anyway, going back, and Will Dasovich asks what will happen to them, and she says they're gonna face judgment and go to hell. And she said it with so much conviction that I almost admired her for it. You know, like being that stubborn in your views takes a hell lot of pride, which ironically is a sin <laughs> if you're religious. So yeah, she she was being very silly. She she had a very silly little moment, and I had a conversation with a friend about this, and we were both just we both ended up feeling really annoyed with. Her situation, like with with Joy Spring being so confident that non-believers would go to hell, and you know, following her logic, that would mean then that people who have never known God, babies who didn't make it, like miscarriages, or indigenous people who have their own religion or o- their own culture, that would mean they'd go to hell automatically. Is it is it really the fault of these people for not knowing Jesus in their lives when their reality is totally different from yours? Like, oh, that's crazy. But while we were talking about Joy Spring and how silly she was for saying these things with oozing confidence, I couldn't help but think about why I renounced my faith in the first place it was because of people like her and i feel like that's something people don't like talking about we avoid conversations about religion about how much we practice our faith especially if we have lukewarm faith and it feels very taboo i remember the first time i opened up to my mom about you know doubting my faith she was like you know the most important thing i've given you is your being catholic and i don't want you to ever lose that blah 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 and i remember we had a conversation in the past where if i were to get married she wanted me to find somebody who was either catholic or open to being catholic because it was that important to her and it feels weird looking at it now because now that i've kind of lived my life and i've started to form my values and principles it dawned on me that i didn't want to participate in organized religion because there were just so many parts about it that didn't really resonate with me anymore and it's funny because i was a good catholic i like to lead the prayer i like leading the rosary i have the mysteries of the rosary memorized including the mysteries of light that's a flex that's a flex in in the catholic community and you know when you're good at something you're there's this expectation that you're supposed to like it but growing up i never felt that way it was always like, yeah, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. But I was just saying all these things very mindlessly. 
well at least when I was when I became a teenager when I was a child I I clung to my faith as if this were the remedy to my anxiety because I had always been a very neurotic kid I was always worrying always anxious if you know my lore my personal lore you would understand why I've always been so anxious but going back faith really helped me cope during the early years of my life and I did read stuff about it recently how religion and spirituality which are two different things by the way they actually improve your mental health they do you know these these overly religious people they have significantly better mental health well not no not not significantly they do have better mental health like uh, there was this research that i read recently about how people who practice their religion people who were spiritual they had better mental health they were more optimistic they had better physical health they were more hopeful about things and they knew how to face adversities in life because of the fact that they believed in a higher power and when i was reading the journal i felt confused because why don't i feel this now and why did why did that feeling disappear for me and that was when i tried to look for other studies about religion and spirituality and they all told me the same thing that religion being spiritual being able to pray and practice and live your life they're good for your mental health until i found uh wow i I blanked out (laughs) i just suddenly blanked like catholicism christianity islam these have specific rules that you have to follow or they have guides you know as a catholic you have the ten commandments or you have the short form version of the ten commandments which are you have to love god and love your neighbor and in other religions there are things you can do you can't do and following these rules will guarantee you like eternal life or heaven or whatever their idea of self-actualization or nirvana is and uh, one study that i read was that the reason why religious people are able to cope with adversity much better and they know how to take care of themselves mentally is because religion is their solution to the existential crisis that we feel you know like they have a guide and this guy they just really believe in it so much that they know that this is the solution to the age-old question of why are we here what is our purpose what is all this for being able to answer that through religion makes people feel good it provides comfort but at the same time religion is a double-edged sword because if this were universally true we'd all be catholics there wouldn't be any atheists right but why are there atheists why are there non-believers it's mainly because of the fact that religion is also used as a weapon like people weaponize the things they've learned 
from let's say the freaking Bible, like going back to what Joyce Spring mindlessly said that you know they're all going they're all gonna go to hell, and even if let's say atheists don't really care about that, there are people who are also religious but they're kind of doubting that and what would they feel about that kind of insight then it would be more terrifying to really explore and figure out that aspect of yourself i think that a lot of people fail to realize that it's not organized religion itself that scares people or puts them off from participating it's the people that take advantage of these ideas and try to force them onto others i'm not saying joy spring forced her belief it was a it was a podcast man and for you to be able to listen to that you'd have to be able to listen to the whole thing but yeah somebody posted an excerpt and it went viral but what my point here is that it's it's very funny that religious fundamentalists like people who take the bible very literally and like you know they take all these teachings to heart they leave no room for nuance are the reason why people question their faith and it kind of makes you wonder like why do people why do religious people act like that like I don't want to say that I'm generalizing, but I've lived long enough surrounded with people who are really religious, like people who pray the rosary, people who go to church regularly, people who donate to the poor whenever they can. Most of them, if not all, they have this tendency of harboring resentment towards other people who aren't part of the same religion as them. Like, like they kind of look down on other people and it's funny because religious people's mental health are not significantly better than non-believers like I read a study about how when they compared the mental health and well-being of non-believers to those who had a religion the difference was not significant enough to say that religion really does save you it i feel like it does in a way you know i feel like religion shouldn't be abolished entirely because it does help people and as a mental health professional i genuinely believe that if a person has a coping mechanism in this case religion and i don't understand it but i know it doesn't harm others and it doesn't harm themselves they can use it they can utilize it to stay sane to cope whatever i'm just out of it as long as you don't involve me good for you but at the same time i think we have to recognize the limits of religion like faith really isn't going to save you all the time and sure you can you can delude yourself into thinking that faith will always save you that no matter what you're the main character here like you're the main character of god's new testament 2.0 and that whatever hardship you go through there's always meaning to it or you might be a buddhist and you think that there's meaning in suffering that 
you're covered as long as you learn from the suffering that you go through. But I don't think that's always the case for everybody. Some people find comfort in it. I myself did find comfort in it when I was much younger. But then I started reading more books. I met more people. I started seeing things differently. And I realized that I don't want to participate in a religion or in a community that has so much hypocrisy. And that pissed off my mom so much. Like, she she couldn't accept the fact that I was starting to really doubt God and everything. And when I told her that I now identified as an atheist, she told me that I was wrong. (laughs) That that it was bad and I told her that the reason why I decided to become one or like the reason why I ended up as one is not only because of the hypocrisy that I saw in organized religion but also because I couldn't find myself to be sincere in prayer anymore like I told her that I couldn't pray the rosary mindfully I didn't see the point in it and you could lecture me about the history of the rosary which which I kind of already know because I learned that in high school but I still did not see the point like why do you need me to say about 50 Hail Marys for Mary like what's that for and I did not understand all these prayers said after don't get me wrong hail holy queen is a banger it's it's such a good prayer like hail holy queen mother of mercy hail our lives and our souls to you do we cry for banished children of eve to you do we send up our sighs mourning and weeping this valley of tears i don't have a copy i still have it memorized in my head and it circles back to how religion has shaped me as a person but it's one of the many things that don't align with who i am anymore and the person that i'm becoming However, I do identify as a spiritual person. Like I, I think that there's more to life than just being a chunk of meat with another piece of meat that is f- fired with neurons that give us this thing we call a soul. I think there's more to life than, than just acting like Sisyphus and just doing the same old tasks, right? And oh no, I kind I, I I was going somewhere with this, but let me just scratch that. The point here is religion can save people if saving means protecting them for a little while. Yeah, sure. On an individual level, I strongly agree that religion can save you it really can keep you sane especially when you're facing something alone that to an extent you are in control of like for example you get broken up with by somebody you thought you were going to marry you could pray to jesus or something like ask him for for a new and better partner that provides people comfort but at the same time there are instances where prayer isn't enough turning to religion isn't enough one of the reasons why religion is 
powerful in protecting a person's mental health is because it builds a sense of community. It reminds you that, you know, you you have people that you can rely on, but not everybody has a religious community that is free from prejudice and discrimination. I have met a lot of Catholics who were very misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, and even apolitical, which is funny because Jesus was very leftist. He really had very progressive views. And to call yourself apolitical because you don't want to face the reality of things is very silly to me. And going back to like the sense of community that you feel thanks to religion that's why people hold on to it and there are cases that are the complete opposite like the community is just really freaking toxic because of how seriously they take religion that they leave no room for understanding those who doubt their faith i was never comfortable opening up to my values education teachers about this i never bothered to ask my professors about this my theology professors in usd because one of them is kind of controversial not gonna name drop but she they (laughs) they were they were quite a topic back in the day but yeah it's it's something that we're not comfortable with as a culture I don't think I've ever had a proper conversation with older adults in my family about my lack of faith in God. I just, I came out basically as atheist. It felt like being part of the LGBTQ community when I told my mom that I was an atheist because she got angry. She, She got so angry at me that it became a big source of resentment for her. But I think right now she's kind of chilling because, like I said, there are parts of Catholicism that are still with me. I have I have a Spotify playlist called Catholic School Bangers where every now and then I'd listen to because the Catholic Church popped off when when they released Anima Christi, when they made Take and Receive and How Lovely Is Your Dwelling Place. They're good songs, but I don't sing them to praise god i sing them because they sound nice and the the composition of these songs is really chef's kiss so yeah uh i i think i have grown past the edgy atheist phase where oh religion sucks if you like religion you're probably stupid (laughs) but now that i've kind of processed where i am in terms of my beliefs as a person i think that there is something beyond who i am and this this thing i wouldn't want to say it's a higher power because this is gonna come off as narcissistic to an extent but I just think that I am God. Like, I am in control of my life. You know? Like, I, I, I gotta be honest. Like, I think that I'm God. Like, the God complex can be really tough to deal with sometimes. 
And I'm saying this because I just don't think that there's a higher power. I do believe in manifestation. I do believe in things that can be considered as prayer. Like these mantras, these affirmations. But again, it's not because I think that there's something controlling me in making these decisions. It's just that the center of my life is myself. And I don't think there's any harm in in admitting that. Because, man... Catholics and like religious people when when you put yourself first they demonize that so much and that's another reason why I kind of gave up on religion on an on organized religion because you know there were all these rules that I was starting to question like why is it a sin to put yourself above others or because like if you think about it on your own, if you interpret the Bible on your own, you'd understand there there were good points, the New Testament specifically. But there are so many fundamentalists going around, like the people who take it seriously word for word that, you know, if God said this, you're supposed to just do this. And I didn't like that. I didn't like being confined to a specific set of rules that I didn't even know who the source was. Like, the Bible was written by so many different people and it was passed down from generation to generation. And don't tell me that it was passed down perfectly. People people misinterpret that, misinterpreted that along the way, I'm pretty sure. Especially when written text wasn't a thing yet and it was all just verbal. Do you think that, that they interpreted that perfectly from, like, whoever started it? I don't think so. But there's no harm if you believe in God if you find comfort in it but just don't expect that it works the same way for everybody else and it's good that i realized this it's good that i'm finally admitting to myself that nah no i this isn't my thing and it's kind of sad because i had relatives try to convince me to go back to jesus to pray blah 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 but i was just like nah i i just don't find comfort in it I I don't think all these teachings, all these practices align with what I believe in. And I think most of the things that weigh me down right now are very systemic in nature, such as, you know, financial st- instability. It's not just because I'm not working hard enough. It's also due to the fact that the economy is in shambles. Our political climate is awful. And I feel like that's where I draw the line on how effective prayer and religion are in protecting our mental health. Because I don't think, I don't think religion can save us from systemic issues like poverty and war. You can't, you can't pray the war away. You can't just pray for a better government. You have to take action. And not just as an individual. There has to be collective action taken to combat all these issues. Personally, even if I don't believe in God, I find it a lazy argument to be like, oh, if God were real, why did he do all these awful things? Blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I'm just being petty or I just want to separate myself from these kinds of people who think like that. But I just think that sometimes people just really suck and that's the reason why bad things happen and god 
I, I guess like now that I'm thinking about it really I feel like part of me is still a god apologist but yeah uh, now, that, now that I've said it out loud the atheists do have a point like if god were really in control of everything why provide suffering and it circles back to to most religions belief on how suffering teaches you things that success can never really provide for you even if I'm a non-believer, I don't subscribe to any particular type of religion. I I also agree that suffering is needed for growth. It's not always needed. And I feel like there are things that we don't need to learn through suffering. This is for another episode, but I just want to say that suffering is not always needed for people to grow and learn. Especially if suffering is orchestrated by others. There, there are things in life that that you know you suffer from and it's just because you were unlucky that day or that season of your life but when it comes to people hurting other people people abusing other people mm, yeah I, there, there are so many examples I could name that could be avoided so that you don't have to learn through suffering I feel like that's another big reason why I quote-unquote left religion (laughs) and yeah last week I attended a spirituality orientation at work because I currently work in a sectarian institution and I was loathing it because I was expecting to have a speaker that was extremely religious and would preach to us for like three hours on the importance of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, now Mama Mary is somebody that you have to pray to, blah, blah, blah. But I was surprised. I I was surprised that I showed up because the speaker was a... He was a philosophy graduate and he was like the head of the department of theology or something. He is actively involved in campus ministry, stuff like that. But because of his background in philosophy, he had a really meaningful discussion. And he was also funny, which kept me from falling asleep (laughs) during the, the orientation. And he just talked about how at work we have these core values to follow and that it's not just about prayer it's also about how you can serve others and i think that's where atheists and believers of christ can share wanting to serve others i feel like that's the point of humanity like just to be there for each other and try to make life better for everybody else because if you go back to the teachings of the church like at its core really the message is to help others and i am very disappointed with how it gets lost in translation and people like to focus on how you're being queer or you're being radical is the problem in fact the problem is that you're you're forgetting the message of whatever religion you're part of so yeah i guess that's it but like i asked earlier why then do religious people act like that you know like why why do they act so why some of why do some of them act so awful if like the teachings are so nice because i remember i enjoyed sunday school i enjoyed 
going to church because the stories there were bangers except for when Abraham sacrificed his son and when Job kept suffering constantly despite having faith in the Lord and the Lord just did all that to test him (laughs) there were like there were like very problematic stuff in the Old Testament that made me go like hmm this God is a sketchy God a very insecure God if you ask me but yeah going back why do religious people act like that like why do they act so why do they act holier than thou and it's something that i'm still trying to answer myself i guess some people are just not comfortable when presented with new ideas with ideas that are different from theirs because when you're so used to living life and abiding by these principles these rules you expect everybody else to do the same and when you see somebody not doing that not being bothered it kind of reminds you oh devil (laughs) i I, i'm just theorizing at this point but i guess another thing is the superiority complex that people develop that they feel like they're doing good because they have the they have the basics of being religious covered like going to church donating charity they feel like they might have a pass at being shit towards other people i don't know i I, I do want to like figure out why religious people are like that and why they feel like they're they're so much better than everyone else it's probably an ego thing but yeah i think that's all that i have to say I do want to reiterate the fact that religion and spirituality are two different things. Religion, organized religion, is a community that has its own culture and it tells you what to do, how to live your life. And it's totally different from spirituality, which is the attempt of kind of like finding your purpose, like what our spirituality orientation facilitator told us he was like spirituality is really all about it's it's kind of like that life-giving oasis which is what yeah he said that it's a life-giving oasis said maybe gonna be the one that's okay okay that was that was a wonderwall joke <laughs> but yeah and I, I think about that a lot it, it gives you purpose spirituality gives you purpose and i think people tend to interchange religion and spirituality so much that they feel like their purpose is to just follow god or sky daddy <laughs> yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i i don't think there's anything wrong with going to church and praying to god and hoping for the best and having these pre-written affirmations that you just have to recite how many times until you are cleared of all your sins if that's your thing if that makes you comfortable go ahead but for the most part i think that the main issue here is religion spirituality more like is something that we all have to strive for it just looks different for everybody because we're all built different in some ways even if we share a lot of traits there are things that set us apart from each other and for as long as we don't harm anyone in the process you know thinking that you are god 
if that helps you cope with the disasters of your life, go ahead. But also, to repeat myself from earlier, these coping mechanisms that involve a higher power, they have their limits. It's not always effective to turn to God if your issues are very systemic in nature or if, let's say, the problem is too heavy. Because you're at risk of romanticizing it, thinking that there's always meaning to trauma when, in fact, sometimes it happens because, like, life was just shit and it's okay i think we just have to face the existential crisis head on because that's one way of unlocking who we truly are and learning who you are on your own without any higher power to guide you it's very scary for a lot of people not to toot my own atheist horn but you know not having a god to rely on other than myself it's tough it's tough out here but I'm doing it because I think I deserve to give myself a better life. And whether you're religious or not, I think you also deserve that kind of comfort too. So yeah, I guess, I hope this episode was informative in some ways. And I hope this makes people with lukewarm faith or people who are non-believers, I hope you feel seen because... It's, it's a topic that you would want to talk about with people in your life. And it's scary when family, like blood family, they don't understand. You feel kind of alone. But I just want to say you're kind of not alone in this. You know, us, a predominantly Catholic country, I doubt. Especially with how things are going to shit these days. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we'd have more non-believers these days. And yeah, before I wrap this up, one peeve of mine among religious people not generalizing them is how when you suffer and then you lose faith in god (laughs) they're gonna be like that's not the point you have to keep your faith because then god will reward you after you keep the faith look at job but that's the thing like that's the thing that pisses me off like i'm allowed to give up on god because he wasn't there for me when I needed him most. Because like, if God were just a human being, every therapist would hate him for constantly testing people. You don't test people. You don't test your relationships. You communicate properly. You don't ask somebody to sacrifice their son like a lamb to prove that they love you. <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's funny. But since God is, an, is a higher power, people give him a free pass for that which I find very amusing and funny. <laughs> but yeah, again, if it gives you comfort and it's not harming anyone and you don't impose on others, then I could let you be religious like that. Go ahead. As for me, though, how Catholicism influences me, it's through good music and aesthetics. My next tattoo is going to be a Benedictine medal because even if I don't believe in God anymore... The, the vibes are good with with Saint Benedict yeah it's always been like a, a thing <laughs> so yeah hope you had fun listening to this episode if you have suggestions on what you'd like for me to talk about next and you'd like for me to do research on let me know you can email me at please say psych at gmail.com if you want to ask for advice feel free to send as well because I do want to put up uh, an advice column soon 
and hopefully you get to see me next week so yeah see you around goodbye